Blog Talk Radio. Hey, well, how's it going? I'm doing good, man. 
glad to, you know, be with you uh, during this holiday season. How's everything? Good, man. Good. Trying to stay warm in this uh, cold weather here. I hear you, man. Luckily, luckily for our teams, you know, we got the hot stove warming up for both uh, Mets and Yankees. Oh, yeah. So we'll definitely get into that. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been a crazy sports week in New York, baseball-wise. You know, uh, the Mets getting Verlander, um, signing Kodai Sanger, re-signing uh, Nemo, Yankees re-signing Judge, and signing um, Carlos Rodon. You know, we're going to get into that. Talk about the the Jets and the Giants, as you know, they, they uh, continue to push for their playoff spots. We'll talk about that. Um, talk WWE, AEW, um, you know, whatever on, you know, on our minds and most importantly, your guys' minds. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys want to talk any of these topics or any, any topics, feel free to call our show. You know, we talk sports and entertainment and everything else. So feel free to give us a call. Let your let your voice be heard. Um, but, yeah, with that said, yeah, man, uh, Christmas came early for for um, both New York teams, especially uh, the Mets. Mets re-signed Justin Verlander, obviously, you know, days after DeGrom took his talents to the to Texas, signed with the Rangers because of their quote unquote plan for winning <laughs> as opposed to the Mets. Well I guess the Mets don't aren't planning on trying to win a World Series apparently, according to Jacob DeGrom's uh press conference. Signed arguably the you know, the best pitcher in the American League, you know, winning the Cy Young award, uh Justin Verlander. Um, I think he won. What was his, his record? Eighteen and five, I think, with a one point seventy five ERA. So obviously, um, you know, losing the Grom is a hit. You know, you know, t- you know. In my opinion, the Grom, you know, when healthy, he's the best pitcher in baseball. And then, you know, second behind. And I've been saying this for years, man. The Grom, the Grom number one, Scherzer number two, Verlander number three, and then I would put. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Garrett Cole, number four. And hey, we couldn't keep the Grom. The Grom didn't want to come here, but hey, uh, you know it's a nice consolation prize having the, in my opinion, the 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 second best and third best pitchers in baseball. You know, wearing the orange and blue. And then you know they signed uh, Kodai Sanga, who who was an ace in in Japan. Pitching what five or I think he won five five uh, Japanese you know the Japanese series. Um, you know he you know he's been an ace. He he has that upside to be you know be an ace. Um, Epler was raving about him even before they signed him. Like there was a reporter asking him like a few weeks ago. Um, what can you say about Kodai Senga? And he he was saying. He's a very good pitcher. While he and while he, and he's smiling, this is not even his guy yet. And then the the reporter asked him, "Can you say more?" He said, "He's he's a very very good player." 
So, I mean, and 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 Billy Epler is not a guy who's who's a smiling type of person, especially when he's talking about you know free agents. You know, he's usually you know play by the book. You know, we can't discuss. We're going after all this stuff, but he he was just raving about the guy. So, you know, had they not signed him, you know, that would have been a you know a mess. You know, that would have been messed up. And another thing is, Epler has experience signing Japanese players, as you know, Mac. He, um, when he was assistant GM for the Yankees, he scouted um, uh, Tanaka. Uh, when he was a GM with the Angels, he signed Shohei Otani. And um, now, you know, he signed Senga, and hopefully, this will lure Otani to come to the Mets next year if he if he um, uh, becomes a free agent as planned. And yeah, the Mets they made some you know other moves. They they signed Jose Cantana, who who was uh, you know arguably the best pitcher for the the Cardinals last year. Um, and um, you know they signed David Robertson, you know your former uh, setup man, you know when you guys won the title, player as well, um, in nine in oh nine. Um, they they signed Omir Navarez, who could be a backup catcher for the Mets or maybe a starter if they feel Alvarez is not ready yet. Which I hope Alvarez starts and he's the him and Nito is the backup catcher and this will signal the end for uh, James McCann to get traded out of here. But one get as much as I'd like to see James McCann get traded. The guy who I don't think they should trade is um, is Carlos Carrasco. Because this guy, he, he pitched, um, he he won 15 games. When healthy, he's, historically, he's an injury-prone uh, type pitcher. But when healthy, he's, he's, he's always a great pitcher, a great character guy. I, I would definitely say for, I hope they keep him, you know. And if you keep, if you keep Carrasco and, you know, Sanga lives up to the hype. You you have arguably the best pitching rotation in baseball. I mean, and but the most important thing is, you know, as the Mets knew with the Grom all these years, you know, Verlander and um, Scherzer has to stay healthy. And you know the Detroit Tiger fans know that all too well when those guys were in their prime. You know, but. Yeah, these guys, you know, they 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 gotta stay healthy. So yeah, we'll you know we definitely will see what happened with that. Hopefully the Mets will uh, make some more moves in the bullpen. Sign resign on Avino. Hopefully, maybe sign Kimbo or or Chafin. I mean, if it was up to me, I'd sign all three to be honest with you. But you know, we'll we'll see what happened with that. You know, with the Mets, the Mets, the the Mets still need to improve their offense. You know. Whether it's you know Conforto, or well J D Davis signed with the with the Dodgers today, so that's out of the question. Um, yeah, I'm I'm trying to think who who they could possibly sign. I mean, Nelson Cruz is out there too, but I don't think they'd want to sign a guy who's exclusively a D uh, a DH. Uh, Dansby Swanson, he left the he left the Braves and signed with the Cubs. Uh, oh yeah, Correa, I that today. Yeah, Correa, the Mets um, was was interested in signing him in the last minute, but by the time they were, you know, they were interested in him, 
apparently you know he was very deep in negotiations with the with the um giants you know before they uh you know when they they you know they they try to go after him which would have been which would have been the x factor for the mets because right now like my my complaint with the you know with the yankees you know i guess switching gears to the yankees is that yankees had to uh resign they had to resign judge just like the Mets had to resign Nimmo, which they did. They gave him a what eight year, one hundred sixty two contract. Um, it was necessary. It was necessary that the Yankee, the Mets had to resign Nimmo, um, and the Yankees had to sign Judge. Boring if these guys didn't want to be here, which we both knew. Those guys, they are you know those are you know very loyal type players for their respective teams. So um, Mets needed to sign the Grom. That's the big guy they needed to sign. Well, yeah, they needed. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I was saying that all all season. I was saying it all season long in the off season that the Mets had to sign Degrom, but he don't want to. He didn't want to be here. There's, I mean, you can't force a guy to sign on the contract. So, you know, yeah, I I I, I 100% agree with you that Degrom was the number one guy I wanted the Mets to sign, but he didn't want to sign. He didn't even he didn't even give them a chance to to um you know, um, give him a counter offer. And then I, there's a rumor I think I read yesterday, the Grom um, explicitly told his agent or agents not to talk to, to the Mets. So, I mean, based on the actions that he did, it looks like, I mean, that the rumor is true. I mean, I don't know 100% if it's true or not, but with all, all, all the stuff that happened, it looked like he, he really wanted out of New York. Even though we treated him like a king, you know, over in New York City, I heard that uh, he didn't want to participate in a lot of the off the field activities. The Mets yeah, I heard that too. You know, uh, he was he's a guy that likes to keep to himself. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, it's messed up. Yeah. You know, I always thought of him that's what I told you. That's why I told that you that the Mets need to stop these uh, family day and kitty kitty activities that they do. This stuff is uh, sometimes it's unnecessary. It, you know, we have we have a you know, we have a fan base. You know, we you know we have fan base of diehard fans. We have fan bases of you know kids. You know, attracting the kids to be future Mets fans. Cohen's doing right now is is attracting, you know, young Mets fans to you know, to be excited and uh, you know, become you know baseball fans for the first time and, and you know Mets fans. You know, because I've been complaining for 20, I've been complaining for like 20 plus years that the Mets have to, you know, make moves. They can't just let Yankees sign all these guys and expect, you know, you know, the new kids, you know, who, you know, who, you know, we're seeing the Yankees at that point, seeing the Yankees win, you know, win win titles at that, at that time period, you know, and then the Mets are just twiddling their thumbs, not doing anything. But thank God, you know, with Steve Cohen, you know, the Mets are in a now in a metamorphic New York state of mind. So now now the sky's the limit for the Mets. You know, they're they're spending the money. They have a, a fan, a diehard fan in Steve Cohen who who's actually do, this is, he's doing he's doing he's doing a service for the fans, you know. He he's losing money, but he's playing a a great product which ultimately will will make him make money if the Mets are successful and 
God willing wins the World Series next year or in the very near future, he's gonna make he's gonna make the money back because the fans, Mets fans, like I've always said, man, and yes, I'm biased, but I think the Mets fans are the best baseball fans in, in, on the planet. So we we need a, we needed an owner like that who who's passionate about winning. That's gonna that's gonna put a a championship caliber team on the field. But you know it's paper. We gotta we have to stay healthy because you know this year was you know is evident. It don't matter how many games you win in the regular season. It's how many games you win in the postseason that matters. So hopefully the Mets can can put a, a championship caliber team and win it all. You know, but, going back to Degrom, I think Degrom got tired of Family Day. I mean, even K Rod, even K Rod got tired. I mean, he assaulted his wife on Family Day. I think it was his father-in-law, it, it, or or baby mama's father. Something. Oh like that. well, yeah. So that just shows you that you know Mets might just need to eliminate Family Day once and for all. No, they do not need to eliminate Family Day. I'm glad they they finally did Old Timers Day, which was a uh, long overdue. You know, so yeah, you know, Mets gotta you know. Continue to do stuff that the Mets fans want to see. Old Timers Day, Banner Day, you know, give out free promotion, stuff like that. You know, just, and, and uh, uh, most importantly, you know, show respect to the fans and the players in the, of the past. And the, the Mets, you know, they've been, ever since Cohen has signed, you know, has bought the team, they, they're moving in the right direction. You know, they, they're they um, retiring numbers, they're honoring players. I mean, you you have um, uh, I'm trying to remember, Ray Knight pop up, and the the Mets the, under Wilpon's leadership never even asked him to to come back to the Mets, and he and he was the the World Series MVP, you know, in '86, and they just you know abandoned him. But you know the Mets, you know they're they're moving in the right direction, and ultimately they gotta they gotta win it all. They gotta, they gotta keep the core. They gotta um, extend, uh, give, give um, Alonzo a contract extension. I mean, he's he's arbitration eligible, I think, in a few years. And of course, extend McNeil um, too down the line. So all in all, you know, I like I like what the Mets are doing, but you know, it's not over yet. They 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 definitely still need to solidify the bullpen. So. If they could get, you know, um, like I said, Kimbrell, we sign out of Vino, Chafin, somebody like that, you know, a combination of those guys are in a perfect world, all three. Like, they need to they need to solidify this, bull, this bullpen, you know. And then on the Yankees side, you know, they resign they they resign Aaron Judge. Um. And then of course they signed um, Rodon. I, I think that's that's the move I'm more impressed with because Aaron Judge, that was a necessity. They had, if they didn't sign Aaron Judge, this this off season would be a would be a an F for me. Or, or well, I guess if signing Rodon, I guess you could give him a D. You know, because Rodon is a D. Yeah, if you guys didn't resign Judge and let him go to the Giants, and you just signed Rodon. I I would say th- this offseason would have been a D for you guys. 
Oh yeah. Well, we're not done yet. I mean, there's more. Of course. You know, of course. there's more. There's more signing. I'm even hearing that they even try to trade trade for uh, Tatis, Fernando Tatis. I'm not surprised. That'd be that would be a big trade if that did happen. I I, I believe it. Man, uh, you never count the Yankees out. Yeah, that'd be big for us if we did. Um, but we'll see. Uh, hey, maybe guys even might even get solo. Who knows? Who knows? You might get both. You, you might even know. get Jason Giambi out of retirement too. You never know. Oh, no, no. Oh, you no. never know. But I like this Rodon signing. Oh yeah. I think he's gonna be a good fit. I mean, him, Cole, Cortez, Severino. That's gonna be a great pitching staff. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can hold up. You know, not have any injuries. But um, I think we need to adjust the hitting. You know, we need more contact hitters. Hope we can re-sign um, um, what's his name again? Uh. Benetton. No, 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 no. He signed with the White Sox yesterday. Oh man, did he? I didn't even hear that. Damn. Yeah, five year deal. Wow. You see, that would have been huge if it, if we had gotten. Yeah, that. I, I would. I would have liked them the, the Mets to sign them too, but. Yeah. You know. Well, we still got Lemayu. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, damn. I know we lost them. Damn. Yeah, he 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 signed he signed with the uh, the White Sox. Like out of nowhere, five year deal. Wow. Was it seventy five for seventy five million? I, I I don't remember the 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 amount. Wow. Okay. Well, then we gotta look elsewhere. Uh, maybe Conforto. Hey, maybe Conforto and Yankee Stadium. I've been I've been saying this for years. If I've been literally saying this for you on this show, like if the Mets don't resign Conforto and let him become a free agent, he's gonna end up being with the Yankees. Or if they trade him to the Yankees. You know, I I always thought that was the scenario, and I I literally think that's 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 what's gonna happen. Well, I'm hearing hear... I, if he does, that'd be great. I'm hearing Marlins and Rangers are top candidates right now at the mm-hmm. moment, and then Mets is one of the, the the candidates also. But I don't think he's gonna sign with the Mets. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Boris's agent was saying basically um, during the Nimmo press conference that. Um, that Conforto is going to try to sign a short-term deal, mm-hmm. you know, and um, basically, um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, he he, he in, in that uh, during the Nimble press conference, apparently he he also called Steve Cohen Steve Kong because he's saying like he's he's like King Kong taking over the city. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and I I don't know if you heard when when um. When Boris negotiated the deal with um, Rodon for the Yankees, he signed. He was signing him during at at Fenway Park. Really? Wow. Yeah, because the Red Sox. He was there for the Red Sox press conference for that uh, Japanese uh, player, Yoshi something, Yoshida, Yoshida or something. Uh, let me see what the yeah, name is. I know. I forgot the name. Yeah, I think he's a hitter. Yeah, Japanese hitter. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his. Yeah, let me see what his name is over here. Masataka Yoshida. So yeah, so yeah, um, but yeah, back to the Mets briefly. You know, the single signing is huge because. You know the Mets. They they haven't had a they haven't had a like a like a good Japanese players probably since Sinjo. 
You know, they really need they really need to, you know, attract that market. You know, any market really. I mean, they they do well on the the Latin, the Latin you know players development stuff, but they've been they've been more there've been more misses with their um Japanese signings, you know. Yeah. And if they had them, they haven't had them for years. I mean, they've had if they had no mo I think they had uh who else did they had? They had this guy Fatua Kori Miyama who was supposed to be like I think the Japanese Nolan Ryan but he got his but the most memorable thing he did was give up a a home a home run to uh Robin Ventura in that subway series. I don't know if you remember that that moment. Uh yeah, of course. <laughs> who could forget? Or or Daesung Koo, who was supposed to be like a, a reliever for the for the Mets, but his only memorable moment is that he got a hit off Randy Johnson. And I think it was two thousand and five that happened. But yeah, Mets Mets have been hit 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 and miss, you know, when it more misses than hits. Uh, oh, and then of course Cash Matsui. Oh yeah, my my favorite. Yeah, I know you love Mat you love Cash Matsui even yeah. more than Hideki. <laughs> yeah, Kaz Matsui. Can't forget him. Oh man. <laughs> My goodness. So yeah, Mets really need to hit a home run with this this pick right here. And then hopefully if they could get Lord Otani, I mean they they'd be really cooking with gas right here. But yeah. we shall see. We shall see if Senga um you know can uh you know adjust to the major league pitching after a pitching in, in Japan for like 11 years. So he's, he's the X factor on this, this rotation. All right. So yeah, shifting gears, the, the Knicks, man, like the Knicks won, won six in a row. I mean, they, they, they swept break up, up the Bulls. Knicks. I know break up the Knicks, man. They break them up after after um June or July. After, you know, there's a parade, which yeah. I got doubt happened. Don't break them up yet. <laughs> but really? um, I, I am I'm impressed. I mean, I don't know what's going on in and and um MSG. They're they're having 90s itis because the Rangers are winning six in a row. The Knicks are winning six in a row. Like, am I a kid again? <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on here? Feels like they were back in the nineties, <laughs> for real. So yeah, man, they they gotta keep it going. I mean, the, Randall is playing well. I mean, he there was that game he 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 um had like twenty seven points in the first half, but he got he got himself ejected. Uh, you know, cause he you know he you know he got hated with the um the refs, but to his credit, he admitted that he um. You know he was wrong. You know to to get himself ejected, and you know to his credit, he he's been playing better. He hasn't been, you know, getting ejected or arguing with the refs as he's he's known to to do. So he's you know he's actually taken you know more of a leadership role, and especially with um, Brunson, you know, shouldering the load. You know, Randall's having a pretty good year so far. Yeah, I mean. Uh... Knicks uh, during the streak, they've been playing very well, you know, mm-hmm. and they've been shooting very well too. And Brunson, you know, he's been the X factor, you know, mm-hmm. during that streak. Well, during the whole season, you know, oh, he, yeah. he he makes a big difference. Makes a big difference when you have 
uh, point guard who distributes the ball and can score. And he, I think he's been helping these guys a lot. And uh, Barrett is starting to play a bit better during this streak mm-hmm. as well. You know, he was struggling a bit earlier in the season, but he's mm-hmm. come on as of late. Um, I, I just – we have to strengthen our bench a bit. You know, I wish Thibodeau would play Reddish more because Reddish was mm-hmm. playing well when he was getting minutes. Now mm-hmm. he's been buried to the bench along with Fournier. So we have to – I think we have to give these guys some more playing time off the bench. You know, because our stars are going to burn out if we keep, you know, having them run up up and down the court for 48 minutes. You know, we got to get some of these other guys involved. Yeah. And I heard that if he, if, if, um, Foyne gets traded to the Lake, to the Lakers, he's going to change his name. <laughs> really? Did you, did you hear that? No. He's thinking of changing his name from Evan Fournier to Fournier West. <laughs> let's hope that happens. Four year West. <laughs> let's hope. Funny. Let's hope that happens. Because this guy, yeah. he's um, he's wasting a roster spot on the team. So, or if Cam Cam Reddish gets traded to the, like he's old trade name the Cam Ye Rest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, hey, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to trade Reddish, though, man. I think he still has potential. Yeah. I don't know why you don't want to give him minutes. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The guy, when he's given minutes, he can play. Yeah, and plus he has that connection with, 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 with uh, R.J. Barrett. Barrett. Yeah. I don't, think he should, I don't think you should give up on him. You know? Yeah, I know his defense is lacking, but still, I mean. He's on the Knicks. He's, what do you expect? Yeah. Although the Knicks haven't played better team defense. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, I think four of their last six games they've they've held their their, their opponents under a hundred. If my yeah. if my memory serves me right, so they have been playing a lot better. Um, they have, and they they're now what in the fourth spot or sixth spot, something like that. I think last time I checked, they were on the sixth. Let me let me check right now as we we're, we're speaking. Yeah, they're probably in the sixth spot, but you know, they can move up. Yeah, 16, fifteen or sixteen and thirteen, something like that. Yeah, they're in the sixth spot. They're sixteen and thirteen as we speak. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Celtics lead the is twenty two and twenty eight. Twenty two and eight. Bucks is twenty one and eight. Cavs with uh Donovan Mitchell, don't remind me. Uh twenty and eleven. Uh Nets is eighteen and twelve 'cause they they've uh, bounced back as well. Uh they've won five in a row. Um the the um seventy sixers ten and twelve and then and then we're we're sixteen and thirteen. So hopefully we can keep winning and, and stay out of the playing play the playing game. Because the playing game is the equivalent of the, the the wild card that new wild card series in baseball. Yeah, we're well, we still early, you know. Yeah. It's very, it's definitely early. Yeah, hopefully the Knicks can can keep this going. Yeah. Let's see. So far, during this run, they beat the the Pistons. Um, no, no, actually, no. They well, yeah, they did beat the Pistons, but that's not that's not the um. Well, I was uh, 
you know, actually their streak started with them being the Cavs, the Hawks, the Hornets, uh, the Kings, uh, the, the, and then the Bulls twice these last couple of games here. So now they're they're gonna host the, the actually they're gonna they're gonna go on the road against the Pacers uh, tomorrow afternoon, and then they're host the the um they're gonna host the Warriors in um you know uh, on Tuesday night, and then uh, Wednesday night they they're gonna play against the the um the Raptors at home in, in at MSG. Friday night they're gonna host the Bulls again. Man, we we're just facing the Bulls all the time. Yeah, it, it, we're we're facing them we're facing them more times than we we did in the nineties in the playoffs. Wow. Like, oh my goodness, feels like that. Every game, uh, hopefully, we, hopefully it'll be the same result. And then Christmas time, we you know facing the Bulls be, again. We're gonna be yeah, yeah it feels <laughs> like it. Seventy sixers, we're gonna be playing the seventy sixers at noon on, in MSG. So yeah, uh, and then I guess after that, twenty uh, seventh is the the go to Dallas against the Mavericks. Um, the twenty ninth, we, we battle the the Spurs in San Antonio, and then Christmas Christmas Eve, we'll be battling uh, the Hornets in Houston. So yeah, we're basically we're gonna wrap up the 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 season with the two teams that beat us in the NBA Finals. Yeah. In '99 and '94, um, but yeah, and then hopefully the Knicks can keep their streak going. And then with the Nets, man, they're 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 playing well as uh, as well. Um, I think Durant uh, had the game-winning shot to, to win the game um, yesterday. Final score: nine, nineteen, uh, one hundred and nineteen to one sixteen. Uh, Durant he scored twenty eight points, and um, yeah, Kyrie Irving had thirty two, thirty two points, and basically, um, you know, that helped them um, get the get the victory in Toronto against the the Raptors. And Nets are playing better. Mhm. Fred Van Vliet. He he scored thirty nine points in a losing effort for the Raptors, and Scotty Barnes also had twenty six. So yeah, the the Nets, um, yeah, they've been playing a lot better as well. Uh, they beat the Hornets, they beat the Hawks. Yeah, both both Americans beat up on the Hawks lately. Uh, the Pacers, which hopefully we'll do that today, or I should say tomorrow. Uh, the Wizards, and then of course the Raptors yesterday. So then the wrap up, wrap up this this uh, this year. Nets will go against Detroit. In Detroit, they're going to be battling. Uh, they're going to host the Warriors on the 21st, host the Bucks on the 23rd. Uh, Go to Cleveland to battle the Cavaliers on the twenty sixth. Uh, twenty eighth, they they go to Atlanta to face the Hawks, and then New Year's Eve, they're gonna be in um, Charlotte to battle the Hornets. 
So yeah, the the the, the Nets look like they they righted their their ship right now. So yeah, it looks like they're uh, playing. Uh, they're living up to the uh, potential. Mm-hmm. They're playing like the team that everyone expected them to be. Even Ben Simmons has been playing better. So look out. That's uh, they're uh, rising up to the top spot. Although I yep. still think the Celtics are the team to beat in the East right now. The Celtics are a bit better, and Tatum looking like the MVP of the season so far. Yeah, man, he can't be stopped now. Yep. But, um, yeah, we're going to take a, a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back. You know, the, the show, we started the show in the holiday season. We, we played uh, that classic, Do You Know It's Christmas? And um, and uh, coming up, we'll, we'll play another Christmas holiday classic. And that's going to be um, oh yeah, the, right. The um the the group that sang the Do You Know It's Christmas is uh, Band Aid with with all those uh, singers from the eighties, Paul Young, uh, George Michaels. Uh, you know the the list goes on, but right now we're gonna. I don't know what you did. What you're gonna do? Do you know what you're gonna do this Christmas, Max? Oh yeah, just spend time with family. Um, eat uh, Christmas. Eat dinner. Have a family dinner for Christmas. Um, open up some presents. Give us some presents. So yeah, it'll just be some family time. You? Yeah, likewise. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do the same as well. You know, hang out with my family as well. Yeah. So, you, so you have an idea what you're gonna do this Christmas, but maybe this song will make you refresh your memory of what you did last Christmas with Lamb. So we'll be right back after this message.
what's up? Welcome back to Sports Urban Legend. I'm with your co-host, William Mamo and Macaulay Matthew. And, uh, of course, that was last Christmas from uh, George Michael. And um, now now we're going to um, move to um, the gridiron, football. Obviously, um, Giants, they have the uh, – Giants, they're going to be playing uh, tomorrow against, uh, you know, the Washington Commanders. You, you excited for that game? Yeah, this, game? this is going to be a must-win game because whoever wins this is most likely going to – well, whoever loses this game is most likely going to be eliminated from the playoff picture. So in order for us to stay alive in this playoff picture, we have to win this, this game tomorrow. We we did we ended up tying with the Washington Commanders the last time we saw them a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That cannot happen again tomorrow. So this is a must-win game. This is this this is gonna be like a playoff game tomorrow mm-hmm. for both teams. So hopefully the Giants can come on, you know, can, they they can play better because the last the last month and a half the Giants have not been playing well at all. Mm-hmm. I mean they started the season what. Um, Seven and one, or something like that. Um, yep. Not, and then, or six and one, something like that. And now they've they lost four. One, one, four, and one in the last couple of games. While the the Commanders are going the opposite direction, they've won four. They've won four out of their last six with a four and one one record. Also, so they're literally going opposite directions. So something yeah, got again. Yeah. So um, Giants, they got to play better. You know, they have not been doing that, you know, over the last month or so. So tomorrow they have to play like they were, they were playing, the, you know, earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a do or die game tomorrow. Yep, and they're expecting Leonard Williams to come back, uh, you know, even though he's questionable due to his uh, neck injury. So that could uh, boost, the, you know, the Giants' uh, defense right there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a big game. We'll see. I think your boys will rise up to the occasion, but we shall. Let's see. hope so. I mean, last time we didn't, so let's mm-hmm. hope so. You know, our offense will be a little bit better. Our defense will be playing much better this time around, and we can mm-hmm. come out with a W. If not, then you know our playoff hope will be uh, pretty much gone. And then on uh, the other the other team in the Meadowlands, uh, of course, um, my Jets, uh, they're going to be hosting the Lions in uh, MetLife Stadium. And, um, yeah, basically, um, Zach Wilson is going to um, start again because Mike White, I mean, this guy, this guy was – was like a was like a, a crash test of me uh, the 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 last game. They just he, he looked like he got his ribs broken and like he, he you know he got they just kept tackling him an injury and then he came back he pulled he, he pulled off almost a Willis Reed like performance coming back after he was you know seriously injured and um, you know but unfortunately the the Jets couldn't come back uh, they had two. 
they had two tough losses in a row. Um, you know, uh, Mike White, you know, kept them in the game in both games, but uh, the Jets, you know, they lost these last two games, you know. In football and in sports, there's no such thing as a moral victory. So uh, the the fans were very, uh, I mean, the the fans and, of course, the players, they, they you know, they, they were very pleased with uh, Mike White, White's performance. You know, he... He has that never say die attitude. Like this guy looked like like uh, Jr. said, "My God, he's been broken in half." You know, <laughs> but this guy, man, he just he still played. And and you know there you know there was players who literally seek them out to tell them how much they love him and you know they enjoy playing for him. You know that's their quarterback. Because this dude, you know, he he literally didn't give up. You know, but. Yeah, he, you know, rightfully so. Even though he he's been playing well for the Jets, you know, he you know, he he got the injury, so, you know, he he's not getting the clearance to play, which, you know, you got to you got to protect the guy, you know, make sure he's okay. You know, cuz you don't want you don't want what happened to uh Tua with the Dolphins, you know, you're rushing him back and you know, he he's dealing with the he, he's dealing with the con- consequences of him you know, he dealt with the consequences of him, you know, pushing himself back on the, on, the, on the field too early. So make sure hopefully he doesn't have anything serious and, you know, he'll be able to bounce back. So this is um, Zach Wilson's uh, redemption game right here, you know, because Robert Sala has been saying, you know, all, you know, after the demotion of, uh, of Wilson, that he's gonna start. He's gonna start again this year, and now that that start is today. Or, or I should say, later today. I mean, tomorrow. I should say because we're, we're like five minutes away from midnight, so it's still technically tomorrow. But um, yeah, this is this is Wilson's Wilson's game to redeem himself. So hopefully he can do that going one on one against um, you know, golf. We'll see. And the Detroit Lions, so we shall, yeah. we shall see. We'll see, because uh, Wilson's decision-making has not been good this no, year. No, it has not. So he needs to play much better out there and make better decisions, you know. I mean, White has been playing great the last few mm-hmm. weeks. You know, it mm-hmm. looks like a different offense with him on the field mm-hmm. as opposed to Zach Wilson where the offense is stagnant sometimes. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they don't revert back to that with Wilson, but we'll see. Maybe uh, his time on the bench has changed uh, Wilson, and maybe uh, he, he will try to redeem himself now. Hopefully so. We, sh- we shall see. Time, time will tell. Yeah. But um. Yeah, before we um, shift over to um, to um, you know wrestling, I think we're gonna take just a quick break right now and uh, play some play some music right here. Um, you know, all I want for Christmas is uh, you know seeing the Messing and Knicks win a championship in the near future. But since I can't have it this year, why not play uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas? 
We'll be right back.
what's up? Welcome back to uh, Sports of the Legend, the holiday edition of Sports of the Legend. I'm back again. Of course, I'm with my mole and Macaulay. Uh, Matthew is on the other line as well. And, um, yeah, let's let's go right into um, wrestling. Uh, AEW. Mm-hmm. Oh, AEW, sorry. AEW and WWE. Um, yeah, the biggest things that happened in AEW was um, there's this this new guy who debuted. His name is Action Andretti, and he fought, he went one on one against Chris Jericho. I don't know if you heard about this match, but he pulled off a one and beat him. And as a result, he is um, he he's um, you know he he's now. He's now part of AEW now. Basically, what happened was Chris Jericho went for the walls of Jericho, but then Andretti blocked it, and then he did a running shooting star press uh, to pin Jericho. Because uh, AEW had the Winter is Coming event that they have. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, the major thing that happened. Uh, Yeah, the recap, Triangle... Defeated the elite to go three and one because they're having a best of seven series. Like, 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 like if it's a, um, you know, like if it's a baseball or or basketball or hockey. So it's the elite, the elite. You know, they're down three one, and if you remember, they they were in that fight, the real life fight with with uh, CM Punk behind the scenes, and um, so far in their. Uh, first four matches that they've had, they've been they they um they've uh, been trailing uh, three to one. So now they're 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 um facing elimination, um in this series. Jungle Boy defeated Brian Cage. House of Black defeated the Factory. Action Andretti defeated Chris Jericho, which I just mentioned. Ruby Soho defeated Ty Mello. And MJF defeated uh, Ricky Starks to retain the AEW uh, World Championship. And, uh, yeah, Ricky Starks, man, he had a, um, uh, what was it, last week, he had a great promo against uh, MJF. Uh, basically, you know, talking about his life story and how, you know, he, you know, he to make a long story short that he was going to win the title. But uh, unfortunately uh, for Ricky Starks, that's, that wasn't the case um, because um, obviously, um, you know, MJF retained the, the title. Exciting stuff. And, um, yeah, he basically was dissing on Ricky Stark saying that he's the pebble because he's saying he's a copycat of the rock. Yeah, he, I mean, he, you know, he cut a, you know, they both cut a great promo on, on each other, you know. And Ricky Starks, you know, he, um, basically, you know, spoke about the importance of, of that match and how he was going to whip his behind. But fortunately for him, that didn't, um, come to pass. But um, but um, you know, shifting gears. Uh, 
back to WWE and um, Raw. Yeah, Raw. Um, I'm trying. I was trying to remember what happened on Raw. I it looks tra- like uh, Alexa Bliss might be. Oh yeah, 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 right. Again, because she she almost did the um the sister Abigail on on um on um Bianca Belair when she was yeah. you know congratulating her after the match. Once when the um that you know that Firefly that upside down Firefly sign popped up. Yep. And um you know that it it may, it turned her into you know. You know, it, it hypnotized her. Yeah. So it looks like, you know, the rumors is that she's going to return back to Bray, you know. Even though she betrayed him the last time they were together. Just before he before he got fired from, uh, you know, WWE. So. But uh, what was I going to say? Uh, someone who should join his faction should be uh, Nikki Cross. Too. Yeah, that would be a good idea. I think Nikki Cross fits fits his group his group more than than Alexa Bliss. Nikki, does. Yeah, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I agree. I hundred percent agree. Hopefully, they do that. Um, the Usos they defeated Matt Riddle and Kevin Owens to retain the undisputed uh, tag team championship. Bailey defeated Oscar and. Uh, Rhea Ripley in the in a um, triple threat match to advance to the number one contenders match. Austin Theory defeats Mustafa Ali to retain the United States Championship. The OC defeated Alpha Academy and Baron Corbin. Dominic defeated Akira Tozawa. Alexa Bliss defeated Nikki Cross and Becky Lynch in a triple threat match to advance to the number one contenders match next week. So it'll be Bliss versus um Bailey to determine who's going to Bianca Belair. And I'm that guessing after really Yeah, definitely be interested indeed, but I guess with what yeah. they're teasing it looks like Alexa Bliss is going to um win that number one contenders match. Yeah, it looks like it. Um and then on um Smack It Down Yes, Smack It Down uh, we had a surprise return, but I guess before we get to that, uh, I'll give you the results. Damage Control defeated Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox to to retain the the women's uh, tag team championships. Gunter defeated Ricochet to to retain the Intercontinental Championship, and Hit Row defeated Legado della Fantasma, Viking and and the Viking Raiders in a triple threat tag team match. Yeah, this has to be the biggest win uh, for Hit Row since they they, uh, they left NXT before they got released yeah. and returned. And then last but not least, you had uh, Kevin Owens reveal that um, you know, well actually it wasn't really Kevin Owens, but you know, WWE revealed that John Cena is going to be tag teaming with Kevin Owens. Uh, and, of course, who made that big announcement was John Cena himself in a surprise uh, appearance on at the end of the SmackDown, you know, when they were going to um, coronate 
uh, Sami Zayn, you know, as an official USO member. But um, as a result, next next SmackDown is going to be, um, or actually the last SmackDown, I think it is, the last SmackDown of the year is going to be Kevin Owens and John Cena, former rivals, going teaming up against Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn in a tag team match. Yeah, that yeah, should be that's, interesting. That's going to be a... Uh... That's gonna be a match. That's the that should be a good match to end the year out. Mm-hmm. And seeing Cena back, because if Cena did not wrestle, it, it, he would go. Uh, this would be the first year mm-hmm. without him wrestling any any match. Exactly. Exactly. So this will be the first time in many months that we'll see John Cena wrestling since again. last year. <laughs> yeah. Well, they keep the streak going of uh, competing at least a match. Yeah. Looking forward to that. And then, uh, yeah, on the NXT side, a shocking release, uh, you know, uh, WWE, they released Mandy Moore. Uh, I mean, Mandy Rose. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Mandy Moore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the singer. <laughs> but um yeah, Mandy Rose, uh even though she was the reigning champion for over four hundred years. I mean four hundred days. Four hundred days. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, for for four hundred over four hundred days. And um yeah, um congratulations to uh Roxanne Perez for uh defeating her. Uh, on NXT, but the shocking thing is that after that, the the next day they they fired um, Mandy Rose, and then they found out they were it was revealed that uh, Mandy Rose uh, was uh, has has a bit of a you know controversy on her hands, which led to them um, releasing her. So yeah, man, it's a it's a shame that um, you know she was a fan favorite, and you know they let her they let her go. And then they, yeah, as a result, unfortunate. they rushed, you know, the title ring. Because normally they would have had a title ring like that in in a pay-per-view event. Yeah, it sucks. You know, I, I, I like Mandy Rose. And I think uh, superstars should have, you know, if they want to have their own, their, their side business and make money and post whatever images they want, they should be... They, they should have the freedom to do so. Apparently, the reason why they did that, oh, in addition to that, is because apparently she was making more money on the side than with them, and I, you know, they wanted to, I guess, have since they have creative control on her image and everything else, you know. They didn't. I don't like think it was, I don't think it was making money on the side. I think it's because uh, she's posting those risque images. Well, yeah, cost that her, too. You know, but. The money aspect of it, I mean, that shouldn't be a factor because, I mean, I, I don't know how uh, they these WWE superstars are contract workers. So at the end of the day, they yeah, still, according to WWE, if they want to make money on the side, that's their that's their business. You know, WWE shouldn't have a say in that. Yeah, it's just a mess of 
way how her career ended. Yeah. It's kind of similar to what what they did with uh with uh what's her name again? I'm trying to remember her name. Uh, she she's with uh the guy of the Phantasm. I'm trying to think. What's her name again? Zelina Vega. Yeah. Like, Zelina Vega was rehired. Yeah, she got rehired. Yeah. But they 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 got rid of her because she she wanted to form a union and do something similar, but not to that extent. But. Um. Yeah, so maybe there might be hope for her to return somewhere down the line. Hopefully. Um, but I gotta subscribe to that fan time. I gotta remember to do that. But with that said, uh, anything else you'd like to say before we head out? Uh, other than uh, subscribe to Mandy Mandy Rose's fan time. Um, yeah, check out uh, local listings for my show and come back here check out. Sports Every Legend, every Saturday is at 11, only on Block Talk Radio. All right, man. Uh, thank you, Max, for coming on the show. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming on the show. hope you guys enjoyed this holiday season. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas, uh, very happy holiday, you know, and uh, a wonderful New Year coming up in uh, January. So he's McCall and Matthew. I'm Moe Ramo, and I'll see you guys next time. Let's go, that's the holes and light the light.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.